Konnichiwa and welcome back to another episode of the Japan Rugby Weekly Podcast. I'm Doug the Translator and this week I'm going to go through the schedule for the new Japan Rugby League One and tell you about a few new signings as well. Let's go! Welcome back everyone to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. Uh, this is going to be a short news episode this week. Uh, hope you've been enjoying all the interviews, been getting some great feedback, so uh, make sure you keep uh, sharing, commenting, everything. It all uh, helps out a lot. But this week, I thought I'd catch up on a bit of the news that's been happening on our league. Um, they have announced what teams are going to be in the two conferences in Division 1 of the Japan Rugby League 1. So I thought I'd go through those. And also, uh, there was a bit of an update on what the schedule or uh, format is going to be. So I'll quickly go through that as well. And Japan has a new captain, vice-captain combo for this upcoming Autumn Test Series as well. So uh, I will also go through that. But again, before we start, thanks to our, our sponsors, A&R Pro, Activatum Recovery Pro. Uh, if you want to use any of their great recovery activation products, make sure you put in code JRW15 for uh, 15% off. Cheers, cheers. Going through the two pools in Division 1. Uh, pool A, you've got the Wild Knights, Kubota Spears, uh, Corbis Steelers, Cannon Eagles, NTTCOM Shining Arcs, and the Green Rockets. Uh, NEC Green Rockets, that is. And then Pool B, you've got Santori Sangalith, uh, Toyota Verblitz, NTT Dokomo Red Hurricanes, Rico Black Rams, uh, Toshiba Brave Lupus, and the uh, Blue Revs, Shizuoka Blue Revs, who were previously Yamaha. So in terms of uh, these two pools, all the teams are going to play the uh, five other teams in their pool twice, and then the other teams in the other pool once, in a kind of crossover um, type situation. So for example... In the regular season, there will only be one Panasonic Wild Knights vs. Suntory Sangalith game, but there will be two Wild Knights vs. Spears game. So it does make it a bit uh, interesting. Not all teams are going to be playing each other the same amount of times. Um, and I think to combat, there was a bit of backlash on what that would mean for the uh, tournament or what that would mean for some teams. It kind of meant some teams uh, might have a slightly easier run to get through. As uh, last year... As uh, Conference A has the champions Panasonic, they've got Kubota who have really been growing recently. Uh, we're in the semi-finals last year. They got Kobe who uh, didn't do as well last year, but have won uh, before that. And then on the other side, obviously still strong teams, but we've got Santori, uh, Toyota Verblitz who uh, were strong, but then you've got the entity Dokomo Red Hurricanes who. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how well they go without TJ Pedernana. So you could argue that the teams in Conference A or Pool A are uh, have got a slightly harder pool to go through, um, especially with teams like the Shining Arcs recruiting really well in their backline. And to, uh, I guess, counter that... Sorry, I'm kind of talking in circles here. But to uh, counter that slight possible disadvantage, I think they it was just going to be like the English Premier League in soccer, um, just just the round-robin tournament to decide who the champion was. But now, after the regular season, the top two teams in each conference are going to play each other in a, in a semi-final-final uh, situation 
football, the bottom three teams in that top division are going to play the top three teams in the second division for promotion relegation. Uh, the bottom three teams in the second are going to play the top three teams in the third division for promotion relegation. And uh, that is going to decide who places where or who plays where in the uh, next season. And then lastly, like we've said in the past, the top two teams, the two teams who are in the final, I presume, are going to be playing in the proposed cross-border tournament, um, but they won't be later in the year. So yeah, it's uh, only a couple of months away until the season starts now, so it uh, should be interesting while we wait. We're going to have a few games, a few international matches uh, to keep us busy. The first one is exactly a week away now, I think. Uh, the Brave Blossoms against Australia, the Wallabies, and for this uh, autumn test series they've got a new uh, captain Lavis Scutney uh, Lapis I uh, always have a bit of trauma uh, pronouncing his name I uh, I first heard his name in a press conference and I wasn't sure how to pronounce it and I just kind of mumbled it and tried to fake it till you make it and yeah and I uh, have never been able to pronounce it ever since but uh, new captain to replace Michael Leach, who's still in the squad. Uh, the reports say it's just to let him focus on his rugby. Um, and obviously he's still going to be a big leader in the team, I think. He just uh, won't have the title of captain. And then the vice-captain is Lyoto Nakamura, the centre from Santori, uh, who has been one of the main members in that team for a long time. So congrats to uh, both of them. And finally, just a little bit of uh, signing news. Uh, we've got Scottish international... Blair Cohen joining the Rico Black Rams Tokyo and also an Australian under 20 international. Harrison Fox is also joining them. While the Toyota Shoki Shuttles uh, in the third division have uh, announced that they're signing one of the veterans of uh, Japanese rugby, uh, Kensuke Hatakeyama, who has played close to 80 uh, tests for Japan, a prop. Um, I think he's playing in America before this, but he's back in Japan, and they've also signed uh, Fijian international first five slash fullback Joshua Matavisi. So the two guys will be joining JK, one of our mates from the podcast. Uh, it'll be really interesting to see how well they go. Shoki been playing really well in their preseason games. It's still early days, but um, yeah, I think they're uh, a little bit too good for that third division. So I'll be expecting them and possibly Sanex to be uh, coming up to that second division next season. So, uh, yeah, it's been a long uh, wait for this season to arrive. Still got a couple of months to go, but can't wait for it all to start. Once it starts, it's just going to go uh, real quick, I think. But the draws out if you want to have a look at that. Um, and any of the news that we've been talking about, make sure you check out Rugby News Japan on Facebook. Um, it's run by a guy called Rich Freeman, who is a reporter in Japan, who... Uh, reports a lot on rugby all in English and uh, he's one of the only sites who actually uh, shares most of this news in English so uh, so if you want to know what's going on make sure you uh, follow that on Facebook and yeah like I said real short one today um, doing this at six in the morning being quite busy at work we're full into pre-season now at the Mighty Dino Board so uh, yeah can't wait to get started hope uh, you've enjoyed this little recap and I hope you've uh, enjoyed this little recap and I'll talk to you again next week. Ikimashou! Thanks for listening to another episode of the JRW Podcast. Make sure to rate and share the pod if you enjoy it. 
And don't forget to use code JRW15 at the ANR Pro checkout for a 15% discount. Arigats, I'll talk to you next week.